Hi, welcome to the One Liter Podcast. You will watch us drinking one liters of beer whilst talking about shies. Please like and subscribe. Welcome to the Von Prost, yes. How you doing, man? Good, man. You? Mm. I'm great, thanks. Much to discuss today. Much to discuss. Welcome to the One Liter. I actually have had a suggestion from one of our listeners. Ooh, refresh everyone about suggestions. <laughs> yes, please. Find us on the socials, 1L Podcast, and send us anything you'd want us to discuss or any ideas or even, even a funny, embarrassing story of yours. We can keep you anonymous just so we can animate it for you and, yeah. and have, a, have a good laugh about Let's it. Let's say you had a funny one-night stand or something crazy happened to you at like an airport or something. Mm-hmm. They didn't give you the right peanuts. We want to know about it. <laughs> and we want, to, we want to read it out loud. If you, if you want to remain anonymous, you will. Or uh-huh. if you want us to give you a shout-out, we'll, 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 we'll put all your shout. plug out there. Yeah. yeah. We'll plug you. <laughs> we'll <laughs> pin you. What, um, so, suggested from my mate. This yeah. is a question for the two of us mm-hmm. to, to think about. Yeah, Paul. What if... We're in, obviously Australia's had lots of droughts. So what if we're in a big drought and the government put a water saving rule in place where you could only have one shower a week, one shower a week. So you can't do anything else with running water. I'm assuming there wasn't too much detail there, but in one shower a week, um, when would you have it? So even if you're going for a swim in the ocean or something, no shower afterwards. So you'd have salt water on you. When would you take your one shower? It sucks because I like to go to the gym. Exactly what I was thinking. I was like, yeah. you get all sweaty. So, yeah. you know what? I feel like people would probably try to set up something at the beach. Mm-hmm. So they'd set up little things like covering so you could run over to the beach, open and close this thing. Like 30 seconds, you just dip under the water, pits, tits, and slits, and then you're out. And then there'd just be a line of people just wanting to clean in salt water, maybe. But is this our oh, salt water? Yeah. No, but, like you're allowed to swim in the beach, so you can jump in the salt water, yeah, but then you're no, still in salt water. Yeah, I know. But what I'm saying is like <clears throat> an alternative to people washing themselves would probably be going to the beach. But if I owned a pool, I'd probably just jump in the pool. Pool, that makes sense. Yeah. Still chlorine. I mean, you, maybe yeah. you'd figure something out where you can... You just have natty hair, you know, it sucks. Yeah. I'd say maybe I'd probably try to do it um, I would request that I get to work home, work from home. Oh yeah, because I work, yeah. I work from home two days a week. Yeah, I'd request permanent, uh, and I'd probably um, to, to cover up the stinkies. The stinkies. <laughs> I'd probably try to do it either on a Wednesday or a Sunday. Really, you wouldn't do it like I was thinking, like probably a Friday, mm-hmm. ready for the weekend. You know, clean yourself for the weekend, do your weekend activities. What's more important though, being clean for the weekend or being clean for work? If you're going into an office or something yeah, like that, see, you know, but, like, but everyone would be doing it. So everyone would just be smelling like a lot of deodorant. <laughs> What's your mate's name? Um, Andrew. Andrew, if you're looking at this, I know you're probably listening to this, but if you can see the camera, fuck you, man. <laughs> this one is rough. Dude. What a rough idea. Dude, but props like that's a fuck. Oh, did you come up with this, Andrew? Or did this, where did this come from? Cause that's brilliant. Yeah. He, that's ga- he came out with this. He, he, he snapshotted it to me. Telling me the whole story. I was like, oh, this is, oh, this is a scenario. Juicy, yeah. Because you'd want to do it. I'd want to do it before the weekend. Yeah. I don't care about work and office. Like, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm sitting at a computer. Leave me alone. Yeah. Like, I've got deodorant on. Chill out. So you're going Friday? 
probably do it on a Friday. Yeah. I could clean myself. <laughs> but you know what else you would do? What's that? Maybe you would find like a lake, something with fresh water mm. that you can go to and then you can dip in there. Yeah. Maybe. I wonder how many freaks out there would like kill everyone in their apartment building and use their water privileges. <laughs> use their shower privileges? Oh, you know, this, is, this is like... We think this is crazy because we're in like first world country, but this is like real shit. There are yeah. people with no running water and like wait. There's a country, I can't remember the country, but I, I read about it where they had they have a really bad sewage system. And the, I think the president or whatever they have. El presidente. He, yeah, he made this rule where everywhere <sighs> he got everyone to flush their toilet at exactly 12 o'clock in the day every day and it like cleaned out the pipes every day and it like worked so obviously they didn't have water issues but they just had sewage system issues scenario you have you have mexican (laughs) the night before you drop the you you drop the biggest fucking monsoon turd possible (laughs) i'm talking a real turtleneck like a you're like you need those disabled (laughs) toilet grips right and then that's at like 8 a.m. And you got to sit there and that thing festers in your bathroom. <laughs> yeah, holding yeah. like bars up ahead. <laughs> that's so rough. Oh, dude. Do you, yeah. know, what's, do you know what's another rough occasion? Thanks thanks for, uh, for Andrew, was it? Yeah, Andrew. Andrew, thanks, Shout man. out. Cheers, Andrew. Cheers. Clinky. Clinky. One time, this is kind of irrelevant, but I'll bring it up anyways. Because mm. <sighs> I drink, because uh, in our last podcast, I discussed... Like I drink a lot of water throughout the mm. day. I usually max about three and a half, four liters a day. Yeah. And um, I was thinking about a time because I was, I was explaining to Phil that yes, at first you really need to piss, but then you, you get used to it and eventually you don't need to piss as much. Or when you do need to piss, you can kind of tell, okay, I've just drank a liter of water. I'd say I need to piss in maybe 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah. Okay. And you can time it almost perfectly, right? It's like clockwork. And so I was trying to think of a time in my life where I, I really had to piss real bad. And I remembered <laughs> it was 2019, probably at the start of the year. I was working this pharmaceutical it's job. Not too long ago. Yeah. Yeah. And the problem with the M1, if anyone from Brisbane, they'll know the M1 from say, sometimes from the Gold Coast North, it's not that bad till. It's all being redone. Up, up mm. until the gateway exit, right? Yeah. You get off of the gateway. The bottleneck. The, yeah, yeah, exactly. The yeah. almighty bottleneck. Yeah. yeah. So um, I was working this job. Uh, even though I would start at 6am, I'd usually get up at like 4.35 because I like to wake up, have a coffee and whatnot. Had, even back then I was drinking one litre of water. I drank the one litre of water, got in the car. I figured, oh, I've drank actually more than one litre. I really need to piss. But I, I know how the traffic works. I can probably, you know, all, all good. I'll be, even though I'm 15 minutes from work, usually took about 30 minutes. It was fucked. Mm. But you could kind of go, <clears throat> if I leave at this time, I'll make it in the right, right yeah. time. Someone had done an accident mm. and I was stuck in traffic and I'm talking like crawling, like, no. And it reached the point where I had to piss so bad that my bladder was like protruding and it was like hard as a rock. If I, oh poked, God. If I poked my bladder, it'd be like, oh God. It's so uncomfortable. And I reached the point and there was people everywhere, right? There's people everywhere. And I was probably about... I was probably just passing Springwood and I just passed Springwood, then get off the Mount Cavett, eight mile planes. I'm almost oh, there, right? Man. But that's crawling. Nowhere dude. to go. Yeah. Like, what do you do? You can't just rip your handbrake up yeah. and be like, sorry guys, I'm just going to pee because yeah. everyone's in traffic. All the exits, the only exit is my exit, right? Mm. Crawling. I'm in the center of the three lanes. 
reaching around, I got to the point, I reached around, grabbed a little plastic Mount Franklin bottle. Oh, and at I least like, you had that in yeah, there. <laughs> flipped, I flipped out my junk. I was like, all right, I'm going to piss. There was like a truck on this side, truck on that side, and they could look down in. Yeah, And course. even if it wasn't, everyone SUVs, because I was driving like a fucking Corolla or something, Toyota yeah, yeah, Corolla, yeah. 2003, whatever. I had major stage fright and I couldn't piss. <laughs> so I'm sitting there. It's <laughs> full bladder yeah, and you can't whipped, even do it. Yeah, whipped out my phone. I was like, what happens if I need to piss real bad and I can't piss? It was like, you're fucking, eventually, if you need to piss, your bladder, your, your kidneys or something will just release it. And I was like, oh God, fuck, I hope this doesn't I'm bleed, bleeding out of my fucking. Bleed pee into the yeah. rest of my body. Eventually, eventually, like I'm fidgeting and shit, I'm fucked up. Eventually, we, I got there and I was like, holy shit, that's the car. And when you, when everyone can agree with this, when you, when you're in traffic and you drive past what it is, if it's like a crash car and people and there's ambulances there, you're kind of like, fuck it. Okay. But if you go past and it's some dickheads ran at the back of someone else and you've been in traffic, <laughs> you just scowl at that kind you're like, fuck you, you know? And I, I used to, I used to have a funny saying. It was like, oh, a funny saying. I had this thing. I was like, can you imagine to, to reduce traffic collisions in Australia? If people cause a car accident and it's non-fatal to anyone, people driving past pedestrians can hurl rotten fruit and things at them. What? Wouldn't that be great? Because everyone would be scared to, to drive to speed or anything like that because because to, to, to suffer from people shaming them. Be like, you fucking idiot. You fucking, I'm 30 minutes late. Just like le- fucking, legal bullying. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because everyone would be, that's yeah. how you get it done, right? That's genius. That's so how you do it. I get to fucking, I zoom past. I'm speeding at this point. I get to work. I'm probably about 15 minutes late. A couple other people were late too, which was nice because my boss was a fucking hard ass. Mm. I literally, I had to go up a ramp and then into my office. But it was Technology Park. So it's a big yeah, fucking sophisticated. Yeah, I remember that place. Yeah. I waddled, dude. <laughs> I was like, oh, 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 waddled. It's like walking on hot coals. Yeah, and it's great because as soon as you like scan your thumb in, you turn left, bam. Bathroom. The bathroom's right there. Done. I remember it was like, and you know, just before you like, you open the door and you, it gets worse. I didn't even think I, yeah. It gets worse when you know that you're about to release. Same as when you really need to take a dump. It's the same thing. You're just like, oh God, I'm almost there. Yeah. yeah, Your body's like, like, yes, please release, release, (laughs) release the turret. Yeah. So I'm fumbling for my pants. I finally undo it. And then it's just like, Fire hydrant. <laughs> and I shit you not, I think this is the first time in my life, like not the first time in my life. I need to phrase my sentences better. This was the <laughs> very long- dramatic. The first time ever. Longest fucking piss I've ever done in my life. Yeah. I swear to God, it went for two minutes straight. That's a long time. And it was just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Did you find ah. it like almost hurts when you first start being You're like, oh, yeah. ow, ow, ow. And your bladder's like, whoa, man, I'm so stretched out. <laughs> yeah. And even afterwards, when you're done and you're empty, it aches for a yeah. couple of minutes. That's the worst one. Dude, I, I had one pretty bad. We, went, we all went on this party bus, so we're all drinking. Lucky it was like with all people that I knew. We're on this party bus and they're like, yeah, yeah. And it was going down the Gold Coast. So we're, it's pro- like a 45-minute drive for people that don't know where we were in relation to the Gold Coast, but 45 minutes. So we get on this bus, we're fine, but we're still drinking. And I get maybe like 15 minutes in. I'm like, oh man, I am busting. I am busting. And I was like, this is going to be bad. And they and they were like, yeah, we're going to have a toilet break at Kumara. So that was maybe another... 25 minutes. Yeah. So another 10 minutes at From least. From your place? From where... 
or where we were at the time. Where I was were like, you? Okay. Where were you? Like, where we're did going, you? We're going south. So, where, where did you get put on the bus? Like, were you drinking before you got on the bus? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, and where yeah. was so that? We're where drinking, was that? We get picked up. I think it was Springwood somewhere as well. Okay, so yeah, we're talking about another thirty minutes. Yeah, fifteen minutes from Springwood. You're you're just you're probably in Ormo or Yatla. Yeah, so I'm like Kumra. Okay, Dreamworld. You know, you know the exit signs because oh, it's Dreamworld. Yeah, yeah. 15, so yeah. I'm I'm just going. Okay, I just got to hold out till then. So, I'm like, <laughs> so we're going along, and. I just remember just being like, at one stage when it got close to the exit, I just sat down on one of the seats because we were all like standing up and stuff. And you I want sat to remain down on calm and look like and you're socializing. Like, oh, God damn. Oh, God damn. And I remember having my eyes closed and I looked, I peeked. And as I looked out the window, I just saw the Kumra exit with the sign just go straight past. <laughs> I was like, no, no. What? Who was driving the bus? Like a, like a oh, hired person? Know. Yeah, like a hired person. Yeah, so, it's like one of those hired party buses with music and stuff. Yeah, so, so at this point though, you're not socializing with anyone. Nah. You're just like, I'm I gotta sit down. Yeah. I'm zoned out and I've just gone, nah, I can't, I can't wait any longer. Kumara exit is done. They had these little plastic containers where you could put like your, your wallet and phone and keys and stuff on the top rail of the thing. And I was just like, it's, it's got to be done. I just grabbed one of those containers, just like ran to the back and like kneeled down on the ground behind one of the seats. And everyone's like, all right, that's happening. We're not looking. And I was like, oh God, oh God. Did you have stage fright for the first couple of minutes? No, nah, no. Nah. I was, was just like, bad. oh God. Yeah. I think I cut it off though. Cause I was like, I don't want to fill this container. You would have filled spill it, it. Nah, but uh, I just, I stopped and then I was like, oh God. Luckily, he took the next one. So he took the, we think, which is Helen's Vale or something. Yeah. Took the next exit. That's the theme parks. And he pulled so up at the servo and everyone just bolted out. So everyone needed to piss. Everyone bolted. Instead of going into the servo to try and use the toilets, we just bolted for the bush. Yeah. Everyone's bolting. And I'm running out with this container. And I was just like, huh. and I just ditched the whole container. I was like, that can stay there. Catch you later. <laughs> God damn. Dude. That's a nightmare story, eh? Bad. So bad. It's fucked up. My friend, my friend Josh told me this story at the start of the year. It was pretty funny. He said one time he went surfing with his cousin. His mm. cousin's like a good surfer and took him out. And um, somewhere in the Gold Coast. And he said he needed to shit. <laughs> he said he needed to take a shit as soon as they got to the water. He had like his like fucking surf outfit on whatever. What are they called? Rashi suits. Mm. <laughs> And yeah. like, he was like, oh, like the full, the one full piece. body. Yeah. The body. Suit, yeah. yeah. And he's like, I need to, he's like, I need to shit. And there was like, no, I think he said the the public toilet was like rotten or something. He was like, mm -hmm. fuck. So the first thing he did was like run up to a local hotel that was like across from the water where they parked. And this is so funny. I'll fucking classic. He said he ran in there and he asked the stewardess at the hotel desk, Hey, do you have a toilet I could use? And she said, no, we don't have one. Sorry. And he's panicking. Oh, we don't have a lobby toilet. Yeah. As if. Bullshit. Right. They just didn't want him in there. Mm. So at this point in time, he's panicking because he's, he's like prairie dogging. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ready to roll. Yeah. He looks and he sees this like, apparently it's like some Asian gentleman. I don't know what, maybe like Filipino or like yeah, Thai. Yeah. And he runs over to this dude and Josh is like an imposing looking dude. Like he's a big, like he's like a six foot four, six foot five, like oh, Fijian no. <laughs> Tongan looking dude, right? Not the stockiest, but he's, he's still yeah, a big lanky yeah. dude. Yeah. And he's like. And Josh is like a Kramer. Like he's, he's like, no shame. Like he, he, <laughs> yeah, he'd, go yeah. up to, he'd go up to President Trump or someone weird and be like, hey, bro, what's up? Like he's just like, no, no filter, right? 
goes up to this dude. He's like, excuse me, I'm sorry to bother you. Can I please take a shit in your thing? I really need to go and there's no toilet here. Did he say, can I take a shit? Yeah, yeah. And, and he said the guy was like, oh, like the guy, he must have been shitting himself. Like, cause in his shit. hotel room. Yeah, and the guy was like, oh, okay. Like his apartment. Sorry, it was an oh, apartment. Oh, right, yeah. His yeah. apartment complex, sorry. The dude takes him up. He sprints into the toilet in the random's house, <laughs> drops the biggest turd. <laughs> and then he said... He That's said he so could bad. hear he could hear an Asian family chatting and like asking like what the fuck who is that what's going on yeah. and then when he came out he was like ah thank you so much and they're all looking at him like who the fuck is this random in our house <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he said like it was so rotten that, oh no and he didn't spray it or anything he left so like he left his mark bro <laughs> he just closed the door and just yeah. all right catch you later yeah. don't go in there <laughs> <laughs> woo <laughs> yeah <laughs> do not go, go in, in there. there. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus That's God. not snowflake. <laughs> um, but uh, I know I wrote that down. It's on my phone. So I thought to myself, um, one of these days I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna use that for a skit. Like it's gonna be one on one of my TV shows for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey Phil. Yo. Try not to laugh. Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. I'm really excited for the next autopsy club. It's open mic night. <clears throat> Don't worry about your smartphone and TV spying on you. Your vacuum cleaner has been gathering dirt on you for years. My daughter thinks I don't give her enough privacy. At least that's what she wrote in her diary. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between a vegan and a computer programmer? What? One is disgusted by a rack of lamb and the other is disgusted by a lack of ram. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to go to Holland someday. Wooden shoe? Hey, Joel. Yeah. You know a lot about history, but a history degree is useless. There's no future in it. That's so clever. <laughs> That's really clever. The guy that invented the umbrella was going to call it the Brella, but he hesitated. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> this is so relevant. I'm sorry, Joel. This is the president's bathroom. It's for Biden to use. <laughs> Fun fact, everyone. Australia's biggest export is boomerangs. It's also their biggest import. <laughs> oh, you think gas and electricity prices are expensive? Have you seen chimneys? They're through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're welcome. You're welcome. So next week you're away. So yep. unfortunately the podcast is going to be extended for... Uh, we'll, we'll be, a little, we'll there'll be, be a little gap, but we've, we've, we've been a bit slack lately anyway. It's been some shit going on. Yeah. So, but yeah, It'll, we, we'll do it. Mm -hmm. We'll keep doing it. Next I, week, next week, Philip and I are going to challenge ourselves. There's, there's a, there's a couple of people on TikTok who try to drink one 500 or 600 mil bottle of Sprite, regular old Sprite without burping. You just try to scull it. So next, uh, in, in a couple of weeks time, Phil and I are going to attempt that. 
here on the One Liter Podcast. On the One Liter. Are we going to do it with the beer or with whatever we're drinking? No, it's got to be Sprite. It's got to be Sprite. Yeah. We got to, yeah, we, uh, well, dude, if you want to try, let's try seltzers. Seltzers? We should, look at, seltzers. We, we should look at the level of carbonation for both. And if they're similar, then we'll go seltzers. But I don't know. I mean, we want to get on the Sprite bandwagon, right? Yeah. I just don't like Sprite. This is so sweet. Let's try disgusting. a different soft oh, drink. What about I'll Solo? Do- Solo's that's, the best. That's, oh, that's the same though. I don't know. I'm not a big soft drink 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 soft drink drinker. I'm not a big soft drink drinker. I'm not a big soft drink drinker. Drinker. Soft drink drinker. Next next hit. Oh yeah, I wanted to <laughs> soft drink drinker. I wanted to um I I had a thought that's been lingering since we were discussing when would we have our singular shower for the week. Because I, I wanted to ask, but we got we got sidetracked. We got sidetracked, yeah. We do that. What um What's the longest you've gone without showering? Oof. Is it like camping trip? Because I've got like... Um, well, you know what? No, I'm not fond of camping. Yeah? I'd say... It's probably lame, but I'd say the longest I've gone without showering is probably like being on a long flight, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, like super travel long, with, like a, with the changeover in the airport. Like an 18-hour yeah. flight. And a layover that's like five hours or some yeah. shit. So I'd say maybe two days. Two yeah. days. Like, And there's probably been other instances where I was younger and like like it was like school holidays and I was like a little kid and I was like, I don't need a fucking shower. I'm just going to drink yeah. soda pop and play GTA so 3. we're just talking about like that you remember in your, yes. in your more so adult I, life. I'd say, I'd say uh, two days. So mine... I don't know. It doesn't really count because I still washed because we were swimming. Right. But I've gone to, this is with my sister and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's dad used to do this as like every second year with his mates. So there's like a big group of people going, we go to this island in the Great Barrier Reef and it's right near, there's an island called Heron Island. You can look that up. Heron Island has like a resort on it. And then there's an island that is northwest of Heron Island and they just call it Northwest Island. And I've heard of Northwest yes, Island. Yeah. And there's literally nothing on it. Um, there's one beach section that they allocate for camping and you have to pre-book. You pay a fee. They give you these big drums of water. So I think it's like 200 liters of Ooh. fresh water per person per week. That's nice. So they organize that for you. Then they have these gas powered... Um, it's like those hard eskies, but they're actually fridges, but they're gas powered. Yeah. Wait, so do you have to use that 200 liter for showering and for consumption? That's for washing. You probably... Take your own water. Yeah, you probably take your own water. So I actually took like like the big six packs of one and a half liter bottles. 200 liter, dude. You're, you're carrying a lot of stuff. Yeah. For me personally, 200 liters wouldn't be all that much for like how many days? Well, I I went there. They stayed longer, but I went for two weeks. That's not it. Oh, how many days do you get the new water updates? So they get, so I would have got two drums allocated for myself. For two weeks. See, what I would do, I'd probably go into like the, the ocean. I'd probably scrub a dub dub and then it. I'd come back and then rinse off the salt water and then that'd be me. So we would literally just take shower gel and in the morning you just get in your budgie smugglers, go down to the beach, jump into the beach where you're just like waist height, dip down, get your body wash and wash in the salt water. And then if you wanted to, you could go up and you'd have your drum of water and you'd get, get these, I think it was a little pump or something. You get the pump and then you could like splash your face for the fresh water. What was but like, that's about it. What was it like being out for two weeks on an island? What, did it get boring? No, it's so cool, man. Like you guys we, getting pissed? We took plenty of beer. So it would be like, you wouldn't be able to sleep in much 
but you also wouldn't really stay up too late because you're running on like gas lamps and stuff. Yeah, like natural natural yeah. um changes like yeah. So yeah. one of my, one of the guys on there we became pretty good friends over the two weeks because we would just sit on the beach and he had this big power bank and we were just charging our Bluetooth speaker of it and we were just because we just downloaded there's no reception so we just downloaded for offline playing like nice. our favorite playlists and we were just like sharing so you guys music were basically and, DJing the time and just drinking and yeah now nice. it, it was more rock music as well we listen like rock music playing and stuff so it's just the two of us on the beach just drinking and mm. then we'd be like all right let's go to bed but you wouldn't sleep in much. Because as soon as the sun's up, your tent's getting blasted. Yeah. So you're like, all right, it's really hot. So you're like, okay, I'm up. Would you just go out and just like lunge into the water? That's what I do. I'd just walk yeah. out and fucking... Yeah, you'd wash and then you'd sit around and like lucky there's lots of adults there that know what they're doing. So they're How cooking up some breakfast. Probably like- oh, this is only like 2016 or something. Yeah. So I'm like 26, but... Still, they had. They <laughs> I was had, only twenty six. Only twenty six. I'm not an adult, <laughs> but they they would have like everything organized in terms of eskies and food and yeah. Like we would catch our fish and eat it. Oh, sick! So we'd go spear fishing through the day, Boom, that and fish. then one day they were like, "Oh, we're gonna do a cray fishing day because there's like three kilometers of reef around this island. So at low tide, you can basically walk out three kilometers in like ankle deep water, and at high tide, it's like <laughs> Five, Super five, high. six meters underwater. Damn. And little reef sharks and stuff while you... Yeah. It's it's a sick place. And like one night we had, um, actually a couple nights, we're just sitting there drinking, playing cards. And we're like, oh, what the hell? Little baby turtles running towards because they can see the light of it. So when they hatch, they're, they're biologically programmed to just follow the light as in the moon. So they're hatching at night and they would run towards the moon and they would eventually hit water and get into the water. But because our campsite had lights, they were going towards the campsite. Were you guys trying to rescue them? Yeah, we got this big bucket. We're just putting little baby turtles in this little bucket and then we'd run to the beach and shine our torch in the water so they'd run into the water. We're like, go turtles! Dude, the life of a baby turtle is tragic, man. It's so tragic. They're going to run the gambit from like lizards and fucking seagulls and other predators and then they get into the water and they might get chomped by fish like not might man i think i think the tragic statistic is like one or two percent of them live yeah like yeah. it's it's there's, tragic. there's usually like what like maybe like 60 hatchlings and then like maybe only what 15 survive or something crazy like that yeah and you, you just witness the brutal nature of the wild because yeah. you're like we saw one in the morning once, so it's daytime. We're like, oh, there's another little baby turtle. Oh, and he's like, oh, and I'm holding him. Was taking, it alive? Taking photos. Yeah, he's going like this. Yeah. We're holding him, taking him down. We're like, all right, let's put him in the water. He swims out and this freaking bird just goes, oh. picks him up. We see him like struggling and then fall down. We're like, oh God. Did it plummet to the earth or the no, water? No, pl- plummeted to the water. But, Could it survive but even, if it went he was, he was done. Like the bird had fucked him up. Severed him, yeah. Poor little Very fucker. sad. Yeah. A funny story is um, like we had Jeff on one time. Mm. Jeff was one of our guests and Jeff was close friends with this guy called Trent and another guy called Cameron. I think it was those guys and then maybe a couple other dudes. I don't know mm. the other guys' names. Maybe, maybe they're the guys I'm thinking of, but <clears throat> for schoolies, they didn't go to the Gold Coast. They went to one of those kind of islands like you're talking about. No way. That would be sick. Yeah, and they, they, I think they went to a deserted island and then there was another little smaller island and they kayaked out to the smaller island and then stayed there for a couple of days or maybe even a week or something. And they had provisions. But what he said was, um, they said, uh, at one stage, Jeff, Jeff or Trent told me the story. They said at one stage, they all agreed to like 
all right, you go this way on the island, you go that way, I'm going to go this way, and they all agreed to split up so they could jerk off. No. <laughs> unimpeded, unimpeded. So they all went to their own area of the island to jerk off in peace. I was like, that's fucking so Such funny. a lonely island. Yeah, exactly. You Dude, lonely did, island. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Did you, do you remember, we used to go to Morton Island in Kimberley Park. Did you go in year I seven? Didn't, no, I didn't go. Dude, I don't think I've ever been to Morton Island. Dude, Morton Island... It's a really sandy one, right? With yeah, the big, big, biggest big dunes, dunes in the world, yeah. apparently. And I in was like, world. no way, wouldn't the like the Sahara or something? But yeah, but that's like desert right. sand. So it would be the biggest sand dunes. Uh, Is it? Mm, Maybe? Mm. I don't know. Here's my I thing about Google Morton that. Island, though. First things was like, first time I've ever been in a boat. I was fine for, for the first couple, like my 30 minutes on the trip. But then like when you try to move around, like you're walking up to a friend who's hanging over the rail and then it sways. So I turned green. Like I remember sitting there like you you get ev- everyone was there was like different levels and I was standing on top deck with a bunch of other kids, like maybe like 40 other kids. And then you turn around, there'd be like one section on the boat where kids who had to throw up were sitting there with ba- bags. Oh no. And you'd look at them and go, Oh, poor buggers. And the next minute I was one of the kids, I was like, Oh, I'm sick. Boom, sat down next to him and this kid came up to me. He's like, dude, you're green. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm actually turning green. As you said that, I'm looking at your color of your jacket. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh probably. damn, imagine your face is turning like <laughs> yeah. that sort of green. <laughs> yeah. So we get to Morton Island and it's just an island, dude. Like yeah, really yeah. beautiful. And like dudes are going past in like four X Jeeps and shit. And that's cool, yeah. There's um our little our little thing we had like like an undercover area where all these tables were set up where we'd eat and they'd give us lectures or whatever and like be like okay we're doing this today and then we had all our tents and we're all just like potato sack bunks right and um and like shitty little shitty little shower setups and so it was kind of weird like like being mm. a kid I was like and I didn't go camping a lot so I was kind of like ah oh. and I've done the school camps before but this is like real rugged and then. But the activities were the best part. So we went yabby fishing. We like yeah, we that's like cool. slid down the sand dunes. It was sick. Yeah. They like they give you like a piece of like wood, like flexible wood, like waxed up, and like uh, like swimming goggles. And you're like, Vroom! they just push you down. You lift this board up. You're like <coughs> Vroom, the goggles down. just so you don't get sand like yeah. <coughs> inside your. Eye. Have you ever had sand in your eye? Of course. Like a chunk of sand, like big thick. Uh, piece of I mean, dirt. yeah. I mean, I've got three older brothers, dude. So we oh, was oh, like shit. brother. Tosses sand in your eyes and then punches you in the face. Like it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, like yeah, worse, worse than worse than my experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so I'm used to it. But um, yeah, I've had like rough. a thick bit of dirt thrown in my. And you know when it's like that much in your eye where you don't even your eyelids don't even feel smooth anymore. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh god, where's the water? Where's you, the tap? You feel like it's gone to the back of your yeah, eye. And it's like, never gonna come out. It's, it's in there forever. Yeah. I've got sand in my eye forever. <laughs> They're gonna call me one eye Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> It's so fucked. Sandman. They're going to call me the Sandman. (laughs) Enter Sandman. What I do remember though is like we'd go to like quarries and like lakes and we'd swim and it was so nice. And I thought this is paradise. And then one day we were in these Jeeps and we're driving around and there's probably like, it'd be like maybe one of the guides, the teacher, and then there'd be like nine kids in the back and we're all dudes, right? So we're all just like fucking yeah, the boys, yeah. Like year seven, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then at one point we went around this burn, and there was like hotels, and these are like beautiful, like hike, Waikiki hotels, like Hawaii style. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I thought we were having fun in this like rugged fucking bear grills looking tent. And there's like a bunch of Asian people playing volleyball on this beautiful patch of beach, and there's like uh-huh. a nice big hotel. And I was like, fuck, man, we got the shit. <laughs> I mean, it's all but, like you're not going to put kids in a hotel, anyways. Like, no, it teaches but, good ruggedness, but also like it depends what you're looking for because 
Yours is way more wild fun, whereas yeah. that's more like, oh, we're, we're having a nice time and we've paid lots of money sort yeah. of shit. Yeah. Like the part that I really like about that island experience or camping in general is the fact that you most, well, not most of the time now, but a lot of the time you won't have reception. I fucking love that. You just turn your phone off. Nothing's going on. You're not getting through to anyone. You just switch off and you're literally just like, Focused on what am I doing here? Yeah. Because there's so much distraction now on your phone. You're like, oh, what's everybody <laughs> else doing? Who cares? Yeah. Just do your thing. And I, I agree. Like, I, I loved every minute of it. Yeah. I loved it. I thought it was great. I loved the ruggedness of it. I think the only reason maybe it comes back to the it comes back to the shower thing as well. Yeah. Because like these people look so clean. Oh yeah. Like, they they smell. Wish of, I had a freaking hotel shower. Yes, exactly. Yeah. They smelt of rich coconut oils. <laughs> you and can like, smell it from like yeah. inside your car. You're like, <laughs> what can I smell there? That's coconut oil. Yeah. <laughs> All the kids are on the window. Yeah. And that's Please, what it was. The cologne. It was aesthetics, dude. Straight yeah. up. And we were just like, I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world. They were dirty, grubby kids, and yeah. it was great. But at one point, we get to like a couple of days after the sand dune things that we were going down that we were like yabby hunting. And what was funny is like back in school, I feel like there was probably these local fishermen dudes mm. and like to get free labor, the teachers made a deal with them. So like what? they take us around, they show us around everywhere. We get to ride in their vans. And for that, we go yabby fishing for them, like yabby hunting and stuff. Is that a thing? Do you think that's what happened? That's or is what it happened, like they just like, pay for the experience? Because it was like, dude, why are we yabby hunting? Like, this is lame. Some of the kids were getting into it, but like maybe like yeah, 70, 70, 70% were kind of like, this is fucking weird, dude. Like there's like water here. Can we go splashing? Can we run up those hills? And the teacher was like, no, no, no. I think the teacher was into it. Yeah. And she was like, no, we have to stay with these guys. And then they took off and like, it's probably a group of about 15 of us. Maybe like three kids went off with the plunger things with like the two dudes and the teacher was like, let's go run up this thing. And I'm talking, this thing was steep like this. So like, oh, so you're literally, your feet and knees are digging into it. Yes. That's how, yeah. And your hands, it's like you're climbing a ladder, right? And we climbed up this thing. We probably went from base level. We we're probably about 60 meters up. Yeah. So high up. Yeah. And then you're looking at this beautiful, you know, you got the water and stuff. And then the teacher's like, let's go. And then and you run down. We ran down, dude. You just yeah yeah and you fought people falling head over here like it's just it was so fun and like you wipe out it's yeah fucking, yeah it's it great good times and ever since then you know i always think about when people say to me oh what's fun to do in queensland when i go there it's like go to fucking morton island mm -hmm. i haven't been there since 2004 and have I you been to stradbroke Stradi, i don't think so no so north stradbroke is like the more like with civilization and houses and hotels i think south is got barely nothing barely anything on it but north stradbroke there's a part there where if you camp at their campsite you like walk around the rocky bit of that beach and there's a part where there's a dune that's like that but it's only a really narrow section there's like trees either side there's an extremely steep dune and people have always got boogie boards and stuff and riding down it have you ridden down it but holy hell yeah but holy hell does that gas you trying to go up a sand dune <laughs> as, as one a kid of the too. most vigorous exercises yeah. trying to sprint up a dune that's like dude if ridiculously steep and you're going because you're like digging into sand yeah. like <laughs> running on sand is hard in general yeah people run on beaches and that's crazy but here's the thing dude like you were younger when you did that so like Try when, doing it now. when you were younger and we got boundless energy as adults now, like we've got old man strength now, but we'd still be like, yeah, gotta get that fitness back up. Oh fuck. Yeah. Nah, I love, um, oh man, I just gotta say like, 
I was talking to an Uber driver today and um, I was like, we were just talking about the weather and I was like, yeah, well, look, does it, is it usually rarely it rains in the summertime in Sydney? He's like, yeah, it rarely rains, but apparently this year it's going to rain a lot. You're getting, you're getting a very short straw dude, here for I'm your getting, first dude, time in Sydney. I'm getting cabin fever. Like, I yeah. need the fucking, dude, it's so difficult. There's no trains out to the fucking, I could catch a train out to Bondi Junction and then I'd have to bus it all That's it. or yeah. something. But like, Nothing further east. Dude, every, it's all buses out near the beaches. Like, could you just get shit. on the bus? Dude, I've got to be done. It's got to be done. Oh, man, I just need sunlight. I fucking hate it, man, but Dude. I do it for work now, so. I took it, I took it, I took, uh, I, um, I took Brisbane's beautiful sun and weather for granted, dude. A hundred percent. I need sunlight, dude. Like my, the lack of vitamin D is like my spine's like contorting and I'm becoming like frail and weak. Like I need that sun energy. I need to be, a, I need to be godlike. You're, um, we, it's it's normally pretty good. We we have pretty good summers here, but this this has been pretty shite. Like mm. today, we're in spring now. Like oh, spring finally, and today was just raining all yeah. freaking and it's fucking day. cold, dude. So cold. Winter's done in August. It's spring now. Fuck <laughs> so off. So cold. Fourteen degrees it was today. Yeah. I mean, look at us. We're rugged up now. It's fucking bullshit. Yeah. I mean, people. Well, look- this is this is what I'm wearing inside. Yeah. When I went out, I was wearing a puffer jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was, I was outside like this. I got a turtleneck and shit. I was still cold. Mm-hmm. I got to say this though. Like people are like, yeah, I'm from Melbourne. I think Melbourne's better than Sydney. Yo, I don't care how cool Melbourne is. Fuck Melbourne. The cold? Fuck Melbourne, dude. That place can suck a I've fat baby's balls. Have you been? Yeah, a couple of times. You don't like it? Man, it's, everything's convenient. It's like Sydney. There's like a cool little niche cafe and bar on every corner. People that are there love it. Like probably they love it. it's more, more culture, very right? multicultural. There's yeah. always something cool going on. Street performers, the music's cool. A lot of good artists come out of there. But the reason I ask is that's Melbourne. a very strong opinion. Fuck Melbourne, oh, dude. I've, dude never, I've never fuck, been. I want to check it out, dude. I'm a desert fox, bro. I'm a desert I've, fox, I, dude. I, I know, I know, winter wolf. I'm a desert fox. Like, give me that, give me that fucking, give me that, give me that sun. sun. <laughs> I wanted to go. I wanted to. I wanted to spend a couple of years in Sydney, and then I wanted to go over to London. I want to. I want to establish myself in the UK and live in the UK for the rest of my life. Summer, bro, have you bro, seen, hold on. hang on, hang on. You want to go to the UK? You're going to get Melbourne weather, my friend. That is going to be this weather for most of this the year. If you're complaining about Let this. Me finish. This is you. Let me finish. Yeah, I wanted wanted to go. Like yeah. I said, I wanted to go to the UK. I wanted to go and live out in one of those small little like you saw hot fuzz. Yes. <laughs> Do you know that sweet little town they're living at? It looked fucking dope. Where everyone ass. gets murdered. Somerset. Yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I wanted to be out there, right? Mm-hmm. I came to you Sydney. You wanted to be part of that underground cult. Exactly. <laughs> I came to Sydney. Nah. Nah. And this isn't even this Melbourne. Has this is your Sydney. Mind? Yeah, nah. Dude, give me. It's the climate. I want to go live in fucking Arizona or some shit. Hey, you, 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 you had a big contrast too, though. You just came from the NT. You just came from like 40 degree days on the regular yeah. to. What was today? 14. I feel like I... This afternoon was 14 but when I got back thing, in here. Here's the depressing thing. I was so excited. Like I was still in the end, maybe like two months before I moved to Sydney, two months out, November or something. I was looking at, I'd always look at my the, my weather app and I'd yeah. look, be like, oh, it's 46 right now in the NT. Boom. Sydney, 12 <laughs> degrees or like, no, no, not 12 degrees because it was still summer. It'd probably yeah, be like yeah. 23 or something. That's still a bit nippy. I was like, oh, oh I can't wait. Can't wait, can't wait. It's can't wait. Be it's going to be so much cooler. I can't wait for the rain. Nah, rain. Nah. I can't wait for rain. It's going to be great. And then let's check in. Let's check in in like three, four months when it's actually a bit warmer. You, you'll probably be much more okay with it. In summer, it's good. 
Winter oh, Winter gets away. a bit bunkered down and in mm. a bit like. Do you know what makes me feel weird? What I haven't been back to Brisbane. I haven't been to Brisbane in three years. I've Jeez. not been back to Brisbane and I've not speak spoke to family members or anything like that. Like, cut that out. That's not that's not relevant. But dude, <clears throat> I'm gonna feel weird when I go back to Brisbane. Prost. Prost. Finish him for the Emperor Let's and Sanguinius. When I go back to Brisbane, it's going to be You're weird. lucky. It's weird, weird, weird in Brisbane, man. You're lucky I didn't. I just let your comment slide past because <laughs> with the emperor, I was almost about to laugh and I was like, nope, I've got a mouthful of beer. I'm going to let that pass. <laughs> and Sanguinius, that's right, yeah. Um, <clears throat> the video you sent me earlier, was that today? Which Wim Hof. We got to yes, do this, this shit. This is what I want to bring up. This we got to do this bring shit. Up. So. You've been doing a little bit. Tell me about it. So I've been doing, I downloaded Wim Hof's app. I haven't mm-hmm. been using it because obviously it's like, I'm going to commit to do this. And then we're all like, I'm going to commit to do this. Yeah, this is great. I did it once. It's great. And then we don't commit, right? Yeah. But. Doesn't matter. Try. Every Every second day I've been doing Wim Hof's uh, beginner's breathing technique. And so yeah. you sit down, you go, basically it's. All the way in. You go, yeah. Yeah. And so I've, he says there's no pause in between. So it's like. It's just like consistent. So you're basically hyperventilating, right? Mm-hmm. And so you do breathing for about 20 times. And then he says, all right, on the last one, as you exhale, hold for 30 seconds. On the exhale, yeah. which is quite impressive because you're so oxygen charged. Yeah. You actually can hold so long on an out breath. I never thought I'd be able to do that. Yeah, Here's the interesting thing. And for those who are actually listening to this, and if you've made it this far into the podcast, do this. Hold your breath right now and just... See how long See you can how long do it. can last, right? And instantly your brain plays tricks and your brain's like, oh, I don't like this. We've got to stop. We've got to breathe. We've got to breathe. Come yeah. on, breathe. We're, when we're do- generating too much carbon dioxide. We yeah. don't like this. Exactly. When you do Wim Hof's technique, your brain doesn't do that. So you'll do 30 seconds, right? It's, it's 30. The, 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 the thing is 30 to 40 really deep breaths yeah. in a regular pattern, which the guided one guides you through it perfectly because you just... And he's, the thing that he always emphasizes is you go all the way in, so you fill your lungs up completely, but on the out breath, you just sort of let go. You don't push everything out. You just go. Yeah. You don't push it all the way out. You just like let it go, but then regular pattern. So you do that 30 to 40 times, and it's all like he, he basically talks you through it the whole time. And then yeah. on the last one, out breath, yeah. and then you hold, mm. and you're well, right. What I was saying is, when you are holding, so you do, you do the about 20 or 30 breaths and then you hold for 30 seconds and then you breathe in and then you do hold for 15 seconds and then you get back into the 20 yeah. or 30 more times. And then you do a minute, hold, hold your breath for a minute and then you do the 20 or 30 times again and then you hold your breath for one minute 30 and then you exhale and then you regulate your breathing as normally. And then that's the beginner, right? That's the beginner. Look up Wim Hof breathing technique beginner and you'll find it on youtube right yeah so you do that and here's the interesting thing like i was telling people hold your breath and instantly you want to breathe right you're like i don't like this mm-hmm. unless you're some cocky asshole who's got good lung capacity but when you do it once you get up to a minute or a minute 30 because holding your breath for 30 seconds is easy but when you get to a minute or a minute 30 when you're holding your breath you're not you don't reach a point where you're like oh fuck i gotta breathe i gotta breathe oh shit hurry up Wim Hof, tell me i can breathe it's not mm-hmm. like that you're like 
interesting. I don't feel the urge. Like you don't have that anxious yeah, that desire. little urge creeping in, but you're like, oh, I'm calm. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. And he's got like calm little music playing. Yeah, and he's like, you're doing great. Okay. His voice is fantastic. Yeah. And he's like, 30 you're more doing seconds. fantastic. And he says 30 more seconds. And you're like, all right. And he's like, if you wish to extend your breathing, pause the video now. Yeah. And then you're like, okay, fuck. When's he going to talk again? And then like a second later, okay, and we're going to breathe in in three, two, one. And you're like, holy shit. I just held my breath for a minute mm. and I felt no fear. I didn't feel any anxiety or whatever. Mm. So with that being said, I've only done the beginning for now. I obviously want to extend and do other versions, like a more it's uh, all, intermediate. It's, it's actually all the same. <clears throat> yeah, You true. just hold your breath for longer. Yeah. When you get the app, if you download the app, he's got the guided breathing there. It's the exact same thing as on YouTube. It goes, and then it says hold, but then it just lets you decide when to breathe back in. So mm. it just says hold and it puts a timer on and it records how long you hold it. So then you just like close your eyes, you hold your breath. And when you think you're done, you just tap your phone, you tap the button and then it says breathe in. And then you do the in breath, 15 second hold and then out breath and go back into mm. it. So you can actually choose and it records how long you held your breath for each session. Yeah. But. And the way you feel afterwards, you feel wonderful. Oh, it's so good. But So what ha actually happens and you yeah, can look this up. Yeah, tell me about the alkaline. Yeah, yeah it may basically makes your blood more alkaline. So, so if you have issues with infl inflammation or joint pain or if you're anxious or depressed or any any kind of like psychological thing that's, that's hampering your day-to-day -day life, even if you just do the beginner, the Wim Hof beginner, you will see an immediate change in your in your behavior. You'll feel more relaxed, more calm. It's it's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And so I sent Phil a video recently. It was like a short YouTube clip. It was probably about a 10 second clip of these mm -hmm. two dudes, two young fellas, mm -hmm. which was nice to see. They were lying down in their living room uh, and they were doing Wim Hof for an hour. And so one they, hour. they did Wim Hof's breathing technique for one hour. And they were saying... One of them was like, they said afterwards, they're like, yo, I feel, do you want to add the audio to this of that video? I could try and find it. Yeah. yeah. You sent it to me. Yeah, I can we'll, add the video. We'll add it now of them saying what they're feeling. So the. And, and in the comments uh, and uh, some people, for those who like to uh, get high on life and not, uh, not narcotics, apparently like afterwards, it's just, you, you feel like a such bliss calm euphoria clear thinking you feel so relaxed like you've just woken up from the best sleep of your life so it's it, like at one stage when you're like three or four cycles in you get this light-headed feeling i think the best feeling the best part of it, it tingles is after you held your breath and you do the big in breath that 15 second hold everything just goes like like you get this rush of like yeah. oxygen coming in and you're like whoa yeah so that's the really cool part but one hour. So this has been around for ancient. Like this is ancient stuff. It's more Eastern, that he's right? Just, yeah. And he has just sort of... Coined it as for like not a, even for just, Westerners? Not even coined it, but brought it to the Western society's attention and made it popular by being this crazy ice man that he is. He withstands Because Western the cold. people are very analytical, right? Mm. We need hard facts. We're in like, you know, Eastern, Eastern cultures, it's very, you know, you know, it's so ancient that they've done that work that you just believe this person. But we know, you know? like we know like, oh yeah, monks can do this, whatever. They're monks. Yeah, yeah. But because monks are so secluded, they There's don't like want- There's like an ancient mysticism like, no, around it, This right? is what we do. Don't, don't worry. Like we're doing it. If you want to do it and learn it, you come and be a monk with us kind of thing. But he's like, I can do this. Test me. 
He's like, yeah. science, test yeah. me, put shit on me. Yeah. To test my vitals, do yeah. whatever you need to to prove it. Like, and there's one thing Westerners love, and that's empirical evidence. Mm-hmm. We can't help it; we fucking love we it. We love the evidence, we and love it's great. It's yeah. great that he's doing that because it's bringing that shit to people's attention. Yeah, like there is breathing classes that aren't Wim Hof that do similar techniques. Like what he's doing is basically um, tumo. It's called tumo breathing. Tumo, and that's the stuff where. There's been monks that sit in the snow and they can melt a ring Without around them. Yeah, yeah. and they're like half in naked. The snow, and, they and they're just, naked yeah. and they're just generating that much heat. And their body t- and they've measured their body temperature and it's like like standard, like yeah. plain. Like it hasn't skyrocketed, it hasn't plummeted. There it's was just- one guy, I can't remember his name, but one guy could Come change around. one finger on his hand, could he change the temperature this. of one finger on his hand on demand. So there's only one guy to be known to do this. But the reason that is so difficult and Wim Hof's method is a very similar breathing technique, but to get that temperature control, it's a lot of mind. So Mm. it's a lot of mind focus on specific things. And that's a lot harder to teach than just the physical breathing side. So the physical breathing side will have a massive multitude of benefits. But if you really wanted to get into the monk yeah, insane control of body temperature. Then you have to get into the thought meditation side, and that's why another thing is like we're so devout about our empirical evidence in West, but we're very lazy too, right? Mm-hmm. And so someone else will, someone else show us. <laughs> yeah, it's rare that you'd get maybe a couple of white guys from like England or something like that who go out and actually do like Buddhist monk stuff, and mm. they'll come back sixteen years later and just be enlightened or something, mm-hmm. right? And so we're like, they probably oh, won't even come back. That's the thing. Yeah, some dude from the Netherlands on what is he, Icelandic or Netherlands? He's he's Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, he's Dutch. Some dude from the Netherlands has given us an app, an easy to do app that we can like. I can drink my coffee in the morning and like watch Sopranos, and then fucking. Now I, I don't know why I chose Sopranos. <laughs> Sopranos? No, no Californian <laughs> chicks gonna watch Sopranos, but like. We can we can easily do an app like that's what we love. We love quick boom 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 boom. I yeah. can I can play my day like this 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 isn't this like a micromanage micromanage micro yeah you know, right? boom yeah so plan it to the minute yeah. But I feel like one one great thing about Wim Hof if you have a lifestyle like that where you need quick boom 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 boom. All right, I'm gonna have my black coffee at this time mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna shave my balls at this time mm-hmm. and then I'm gonna quickly do a meditation and then I'm gonna catch this train to this time and then I'm gonna mm-hmm. get to work and I'm gonna work for this thing. I have a meeting at this time because we're very busy people. Mm-hmm. I want to say white people busy but being Westerners. Busy. Exactly, it right? sucks, man. But I feel like the more you do Wim Hof, I feel like you probably get a bit of a calm about you, you know? Absolutely. It'd probably, it'd probably take a bit more of your time up and you probably want to challenge yourself more to do longer periods of breathing control. Mm-hmm. But um, And another really good thing about Wim Hof is like he's so – like I haven't read any of his books. I've seen maybe like a couple of like 20-second docos on him or something, but he has this very calm um, – uh, not, I don't want to say what's the word parental, but what's the word, what's the other word for parents? Um, guardian. Sort no, of, no. Like, um, you know, the word, um, I don't know what you're thinking. The, of, it's, it's another word to say parent parental, like that kind of, my brain's not working right now. Yeah. We drank one liter. <laughs> one liter. Um, that very, uh, I know uh, what you mean. Paternal. Though. Paternal. He has yes. a very, uh, paternalness about him. Like you're doing this breathing technique and you might, you might feel like, okay, I'm slipping and I need to breathe soon. You'd be like, you're doing fine. It's so good. And it's His so calming. Is one of the best things about it because the, the thing that um, like I always used to quote is um, uh, when you start holding your breath, he's, he, he says this thing, he's like, 
let your body do what your body is, is capable, capable of, of doing. doing. Totally. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. yeah. And that's, Please, my body is capable. That's let what, me do it. That's what Westerners are like. Like if you told a Westerner, okay, you got to put a needle through your hand, do a shot, and then do a backflip. They'd be like, all right, my body's not capable of doing that. But yeah. he's like, let I've done the test. Yeah. Your body. <laughs> and they're like, look, I can't keep breathing like this. I'm going to pass out and die of, of like asphyxiation. And he's like, no. Let your body do what it is capable of doing. Mm. So that's that's like, and it's so reassuring that you're like, if he says I can do it, I can do it. He's like a father figure. Yeah, you know, and you're like, you know, Thank there's you, more extreme breathing techniques out there that you can do classes Qigong? on. That, Qigong, yeah, probably, yeah. or like even um, like there's several types, but there's several types of like Korea yoga. They all have these crazy breathing techniques, and some of them are meant to be like really euphoric. Mm. I want to I want to touch on something that's like really euphoric and out of body experience but we'll do it next time because we sure. we got to wrap up one more thing yeah. though before we wrap up is that uh completely irrelevant completely weird but because you mentioned different breathing techniques i saw a video the other day on youtube it was like jedi from star wars they have different versions of lightsaber dueling there's actually <laughs> you're gonna lose me yeah, 100%. yeah no, 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 no no like they have different versions of lightsaber dueling there's like a a more of a defense more of an offense one that requires more aggression this and that mm. and mace windu my man samuel motherfucking jackson oh yeah he does one that teeters on the brink of dark side oh. if you look it up just look up jedi dueling styles and look up uh mace windus it's very interesting is it yeah and we'll I leave th- you with like, that i feel like a lot of the star wars stuff is actually quite deep and thought through oh we're talking mariana's trench motherfucker yes. they got heaps and, of lore but i just never got into it so i, yes, I can't relate it's, it's too mainstream like I, I keep it warhammer 40k all day bro warhammer 40k warhammer, like dude this is the funny thing about warhammer 40k even if it became mainstream and it will eventually maybe in the next 20 years it'll be it'll be all it'll be the next avengers right even if it became, became mainstream superman what's his name Superman? Um, Henry Cavill. Yeah, Henry He's Cavill. He's fully yeah. into it. Yeah, yeah oh, totally. Yeah, among others. <laughs> you showed but, me that. Yeah. But even then, it's too dark for Disney to buy. Disney right. couldn't purchase the Warhammer. rights to Warhammer 40K because it's too. There's a famous saying Warhammer is grim dark, one word, mm. grim dark. It is just violent, oppressive, just repulsive. Mm-hmm. Like the funny thing is if, if you said to someone, I'm getting off a tangent, I'm about to finish and we'll end this podcast. <laughs> We're about to finish it. <laughs> if you said to someone, would you like to go and live in the Star Wars universe? They'd be like, yeah, I'd love to be a Jedi and this and that. If you ask any Warhammer 40,000 fan or player, would you like to live in the Warhammer universe? They'd say no. No never. way. Way too grim. Yeah. The the common lifespan of a, of a, a regular human soldier in a battlefield in Warhammer 40K is 12 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll leave it at that boom there you go thank you so much guys and thank you everybody andrew andrew thank you andrew, for the uh, contribution absolutely. send us your story guys one l podcast everywhere twitter instagram just message us wherever you find us thanks guys see you